Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Leadership on Mission podcast, a discussion on leadership and the mission of God from a biblical worldview. I'm your host, Chad Williams, and I am joined on this 2020 wrap-up show by my recurring guest host, the one and only Tyler Sweat. Tyler, how's it going, man? Hello, hello. Doing well, man. Glad to be here. Getting ready for the end of this year. Are you counting down, you counting down the days to 2021 yet? You know, usually, usually we have a countdown to Christmas. But we have uh, a celebration countdown to the end of 2020. <laughs> oh, it's, man. It's rings, you tear them up. And t- yeah, no. it's, Amen. Uh, definitely looking forward to the end of this year. Yeah, no doubt. I think everyone is. I think you're right. 2020 has certainly been uh, a challenging year. There's no question about it. It doesn't matter uh, what realm you lead in. There's been unexpected challenges. No one can plan on a global pandemic unless you're bill gates i guess in uh 2015 you've seen that ted talk that's that's i did i did eight yeah, minutes he comes out ahead of the game a little bit he comes out and he and there's it's an eight minute ted talk which you know that's that's on the short end even of ted talks right mm. and it's eight it's eight minutes i watched this the other day again it's eight minutes of him just saying like basically what happened in 2020 is going to happen and that was in 2015. I mean, I'm not joking. It's unbelievable. Mm. Pretty wild. Suspicious, if you ask me. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> this is not the podcast for this. But it's in, it, it, you know, it was interesting. I mean, uh, obviously, the global effects of COVID-19, I mean, have been uh, just unprecedented in our lifetimes. I mean, that, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. I think even historically throughout human history, I mean, sure, plagues wreaked havoc on continents, you know, hundreds of years ago, whether Black Plague or, you know, whatever, various points in time. But this is an actual global pandemic that that the entire world's been affected by. And so, of course, because the entire world's been affected by it, every Mm -hmm. leader on planet Earth in some way, shape or form has been affected by it as well. And so there's been a lot of... Uh, a lot of challenges in 2020, but uh, hey, thanks be to God, uh, we uh, we still have an opportunity to uh, to lead, and we still have the opportunity to glorify God even in a in a tough year as leaders. It's a very 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 unique stewardship we have to lead people in a time like this. That is a, a real like once in a generation or two or three generation kind of kind of deal. So. Uh, with that said, we're wrapping up 2020. Uh, we uh, launched Leadership on Mission uh, just a couple of months ago, and we'll be taking a, a little break for the holidays. But uh, I want to thank all of our listeners uh, around the world. It's been really cool seeing uh, our, our audience grow as we uh, as we continue to produce these resources and, and hearing from leaders around the world. It's been really, really cool as well. And uh, looking forward to 2021. We got some really cool stuff planned for 2021, but we wanted to wrap up. 2020 with with a with a 2020 wrap up show and just kind of recap a little bit from a leadership perspective what 2020 uh, has taught us and, and the challenges involved and also the opportunities that 2020 presented. So uh, I've got my my good friend Tyler. Tyler is the pastor of Connection Community at Highview Church, 
and uh, and and a, a recurring guest on the show, a guest host, if you will. And uh, so we're going to just kind of talk through a few of the uh, uh, takeaways from 2020 as we uh, dive into this wrap up show. So, uh, Todd, let me ask you this question, man. What was the biggest leadership challenge of 2020 that you faced? Yeah, as I, you were asking me about this, uh, the biggest challenge that uh, I was trying to think of things within kind of our context of leadership, uh, but really what I think was my greatest challenge of 2020 was realizing uh, the weaknesses that I have in self-leadership that a lot of this exposed, uh, not just like, did, did I have the right processes and people and all to make sure that for us as a church, but the organization, whatever functions, uh, what this really exposed for me is like, I haven't done a lot to make sure that I'm leading myself well. Um, what 2020 I think did for all of us is not only shut down, you know, our workplaces or at least change how those things worked. Uh, but when we went to primarily working from home, I realized a lot of weaknesses in that area for myself, just like discipline, uh, you know, as far as like being able to, to think, you know, critically about this thing. Like I just realized that I was pretty weak with my self leadership, even before I got to what the heck are we going to do with this, uh, you know, leading our, our organization. So uh, that was really the biggest challenge. And I think one of the ways that I've tried to grow the most is like my own personal discipline, um, focus, uh, and those type of things have, have been for me probably the biggest challenge. Yeah. I can amen that. For sure. I I think a lot of leaders were really stunned by this. And, and, and what happens is in terms of leading others, when you have a space open up where things slow down or change dramatically and Mm -hmm. you're, you're alone more and your rhythms are are really upset, then uh, to your point, it it really exposes areas of weakness in in leaders. And I don't care how long you've been leading or how many people you lead, or how how high capacity you are in terms of your leadership capabilities, uh, a global pandemic is going to expose where you're not disciplined, yeah. where you yeah. haven't been serious about development, where you yeah. haven't invested time. It's just going to expose those, and th- that's a universal thing. I know for me, it was it was certainly that way. Uh, so I, I think every leader on the planet learned during the shutdowns and during uh, all that uh, all that we went through in 2020 that there's work to do I'll put it that way yeah whether it's your yeah. spiritual walk uh, whether it's your your daily rhythms in the word or prayer uh, or, or whatever it might be I think too another thing was at least for me from a leadership perspective losing the weekly physical gatherings of the church for a season mm-hmm. and, and also yeah. The ways I, I mean, both of us, uh, both of us are extroverts and, and enjoy being around people and look for opportunities to be around people, and so um, you have a capacity for that that I do not have, but nevertheless, yeah. <laughs> uh, or any other human has, but <laughs> but you know, having some of those things taken away, it put more impetus on making sure your personal walk with the Lord was strong, and. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes that is that is usually the first area a leader neglects is their personal walk with the Lord. It just is mm-hmm. because their 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 public 100%. walk with the Lord demands so much energy, 
and their yeah. calling demands yeah. so much energy. You know what I mean? So right. uh, I think it definitely, uh, you're hitting on something there that I, I think leaders, including myself, uh, identify with. I know for me, uh, as a lead pastor, I think this was <clears throat> in my conversations with uh, senior leaders, this was something, whether they be in business or, or ministry, uh, something that's come up in conversations I've had all year. Uh, the biggest leadership challenge for me uh, is centered around vision casting. How do you cast vision when the future, the immediate future, and even the long range future in, in some ways is so uncertain? Like how do you, how do you keep a vision before people when the vision and, and, and kind of the, the actual implementation of that vision is dictated by government mandates and, uh, you know, kind of societal norms and, and comfort of the general population and being in a public place and all of these other factors that are just constantly evolving, constantly yeah. changing. How do you cast a vision and then commit and just say, we're going to do this? Um, that, that was challenging. So from a church's standpoint, in some ways, the vision never changes and we, we don't get to determine what the vision is. The, the vision is always the fulfillment of the great commission, but how each local church works that out is, is very challenging. Um, yeah. and it is very specific in a lot of ways. And that was the part, like how we fulfill the great commission in this next season, what's that going to look like? How do we do that and not lose the important things um, yeah. that was certainly a, a massive leadership challenge for me in 2020. I, I think the more kind of, I think about this reality that we, that we've experienced this year, uh, it kind of exposes the, the functionality of whatever we've, whatever systems we've you know established. Um, I kind of think about it in terms of like a car. Uh, so a lot of us were content pre 2020, to have a, a Cadillac that looked great in a showroom, right? That, you know, you could rev the engine and press people that it could look really fantastic. But in 2020, we had to take that car out on a rocky mountainous terrain and it didn't really work. Yeah. And so like, I think we were content to have something that just runs without a lot of maintenance because it's not, it's just kind of, it's just exists and we, we keep it running you know, we put oil in it occasionally, but then this year it was tested on a different terrain. And a lot of us realized like parts were flying and it was kind of, <laughs> kind of crazy. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, I think this year has helped us um, in a lot of ways to like, just check and see like, what, what are the things we value? Um, and that's been the biggest challenge is like taking a, taking a look at the organization and realizing, okay, what do we need for the next step? Well, we don't even know what the next step is. We don't know what's over this hill. We don't know what's what's going to come next year, what's going to come next month or really tomorrow even. So right. yeah, that's been, been quite a challenge this year realizing like, you know, is our organization or are we personally fit for what we're about to endure? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think every team, every organization got a wake up, wake up call this year. Yeah. Yeah. And the areas where we're ill prepared for the future got exposed. I mean, just immediately to your point. I mean, it, it when, when the when the terrain changed. That's a great analogy. When the terrain changed, how well were we equipped for it? And um, that there's actually a, a a really 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 good book by Todd Bolsinger. I read this year uh, called "Canoeing the Mountains," which doesn't sound like a smart thing to do. 
canoeing the mountains. And, uh, it was actually recommended by, uh, or no, a friend of mine, a fellow pastor gave me the book in January. Uh, it was unbelievably prophetic, uh, Mm. in that way because the whole world was about to change and we had no clue. And the premise of the book is is this idea and it kind of walks through Lewis and Clark's expedition out West. And, and, uh, and, and the premise of the book is at one point, um, Lewis and Clark's expedition gets to uh, the top of the Rocky Mountains thinking they're going to see the Columbia River on the other side, and they're loaded down with canoes, and they get to the top of the first ridge with the, in the Rocky Mountains, and they look out across the Rocky, and they look out, and they see nothing but mountains. There's no body of water, and they have canoes. So what do you do? When you're prepared for one reality, and then suddenly you get to the top of a hill, and you look over, and you go, oh, the future is totally different than what we anticipated. That was uh, a huge. Uh, that was a huge wake up call uh, for all of us. I think we're all canoeing the mountains in a way, and uh, and twenty twenty was kind of proof of that. Uh, so, Tyler, what was the uh, what was the biggest leadership lesson uh, you learned uh, in twenty twenty? What was the biggest, uh, whether it be kind of personal or or kind of in your own leadership? What was what was something that twenty twenty taught you from a leadership perspective? Yeah, I, when I think about the lessons I've learned this year, um, like I mentioned earlier, the challenges were a lot, uh, you know, personal and, and decision making, kind of all that. But really, something I think I've learned this year that I want to impact the way I lead in the future is the value uh, that that people have within the organization and and empowering people. Uh, one of my uh, another challenge for me that kind of I think helped me learn this lesson is. Uh, I am very much a just get it done, do whatever I need to do to get to the next thing. Um, but within a church, and I'd say within any organization, that you're always going to be hindered by um, or or helped by the ability that you can, the ability you have to, to empower other people to help you get where you need to go. And so for us this year, that looked like figuring out how groups were going to work, you know, when we're, we took everything online and, and something that I've really tried to, to focus in on and, and learn this year is uh, I'm not the only one struggling. Everybody's struggling, uh, but seeing people step up in the midst of that struggle uh, needs to be appreciated. needs to be celebrated. Um, it needs to be um, encouraged. You know, we, we need to realize like we're all experiencing this, equally or in some sense equally, but in some ways a lot different, uh, differently among, you know, any given group of people. So, uh, just learning to, to value, uh, to celebrate and empower, uh, people, I think was key, a key lesson to learn this year and how to effectively do that. Yeah, that's, that's huge. That's huge. I think for me, the biggest leadership lesson of 2020, uh, was, uh, you never know what the future holds. Like, so, so, and I never being the most like critical word in that statement, honestly, uh, because the truth of the matter is COVID-19 and, and, and the way 2020 unfolded, obviously, uh, no one predicted this. No one was planning for this. No one had this kind of, uh, written into their contingency plans for, for the year for sure. So, um, but the truth of the matter is, and, and why I say the leadership lesson here is for me, you never know is you don't like the truth. The matter is we don't know what 2021 holds either. And we never know, but we mm. lead often with a presumption that we do know. 
And that's really tricky because in leadership, people are looking to you to say, where are we going to? And when the future you're leading them into is different than you expected, that's a real tension point. And Mm -hmm. so I think for me, it's just a, it's a humbling reminder that we really don't know (laughs) what I think the future holds as leaders. Yeah. Along with that, one of the, one of the more personal, I guess, lessons that I I learned as well is just the being more pliable as a leader, like not holding on to things too closely or too strictly. Obviously we want to have some sense of conviction and purpose and values and those type of things. But I think this year has helped me and, and I know for us as a church really learn to be learners, to, to be teachable, to be, uh, you know, to be able to pivot quickly, like that's, I think we uh, really tested our agility as an organization this year. And we did a lot of good things. I think we made a lot of quick movements that, that helped us. Um, But I think, you know, that's, that's another uh, thing that, that follows along with not knowing what's next is being able to, to really pivot quickly and and make value decisions uh, on a dime, you know, is, is kind of something this year has helped us walk through. Yeah, I had a friend of mine ask me. He was like, "What? What's your? Uh, what? What's your? Uh, your verse for uh, for leaders in 2020? Recently, I was like, "Well, it's it's got to be uh, James four, and specifically James four, uh, thirteen and fourteen and fifteen, and and the text says, uh, "Come now, you say today or tomorrow we will go." Uh, into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Well, that sounds like stuff leaders talk about doing. That, that mm. sounds like a that sounds like yeah. a business plan. That sounds like something you're going to mm. do in the future. We're going to launch this. We're going to yep, hundred yeah. percent. And 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 it's always timeline based. Like this year we're going to be debt free, and then this year we're going to break ground. On, you know, so there's always these kind of plans, yeah. and 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 there's nothing wrong with those plans per se. And then verse fourteen says, "Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring." Oh yeah. Well, I, that makes a good point for, for this year, for us, we had all these meetings about our vision for the year, which yeah. ironically was all in. <laughs> and we joked throughout the year that, well, actually it's all out. Everybody's gone. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's all out. That's a great point, you know? And, yeah. um, instead we ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will do this or that. Yeah. that that's the takeaway. You know, instead we should say, if the Lord wills, we will do this or we will do that. And, yeah. and so it's just, it's not that we don't make plans. Like that's not the point. It's not that we don't have vision or we don't cast vision. That's not the point. We do those things, but we do them with the humility of that. That's kind of supporting that. That says, if the Lord wills, you know, th- yeah. this is all yeah. contingent on the, the, the providence, the good purposes of a sovereign God. And, uh, and so that's been a huge leadership lesson. I know for me, uh, in, uh, in 2020, uh, what was, uh, the biggest unexpected leadership opportunity for you in 2020? What, what was something, me, uh, opportunity that popped up you weren't looking for? Yeah, for me, it was doing most of this year, doing a job that wasn't necessarily my job description. Uh, my title at our, our church is connection and community. So I guess this does follow a lot under that big title, but making the pivot to basically uh, technology pastor, uh, doing everything, you know, digital uh, was a big opportunity this year, but also kind of one of the biggest uh, pivots that we had to make. And so that brought a lot of, of really, uh, which I love technology. I love learning new things. And so as we were building our uh, online worship experience, uh, we 
made a lot of investments in that this year, which I think were really good. And so that afforded me the opportunity to, to really shape that part of our church, uh, kind of what a virtual experience looks like, how we host that, where we, uh, you know, how we promote certain things. Uh, so making that shift to digital ministry really kind of helped me exercise those muscles, I guess, a little bit this year. That was really fun, but also really stressful because it had to be so quickly built. Um, sure. So it was kind of, uh, you know, trying to, to figure out uh, this totally new part of our church culture. Uh, and we even had conversations about, you know, how does this relate to church uh, membership? You know, do we see this as a valid participation in what we're doing? And so like making those decisions as far as like, what are we communicating about how we want our church to run or organization to run? Uh, but yeah, being able to kind of be a part of that transition was really a unique opportunity and something I really enjoyed for this year. Yeah. I, uh, for me, obviously, I mean, I, I would definitely, amen. I think every organization had to totally rethink or, or accelerate their use yeah. of technology. So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I was having a conversation with a, a, a leader in a parachurch ministry uh, just yesterday, and we were talking about this very issue. And he said, you know, what's interesting is um, somehow by the end of 2020 now, every single person in the workforce knows how to use Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and communication tools like Zoom are now just a part of everyone's work life for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're and using it right now. To you, this right. Podcast. And that was not the case in 20, in 2019. Uh, it was yeah. just not. So the whole yeah. world uh, kind of reached a different level of interaction and use of technology, uh, particularly yeah. communication technology over right. the last, uh, over the last 10, 12 months. Um, for me, the biggest leadership opportunity that 2020 presented was really on the personal development side and lockdown and, and, and in some ways slow down in some ways speed up. It did, it did give me more time to evaluate priorities in my life. It did give me more opportunities to, to see where uh, my leadership was lacking in my, in my life. It, it, it did uh, give me opportunities to see just some, some spiritual growth um, that I wanted to see and, and needed to needed to invest in. Um, and so I think 2020, I'm going to look back and 2020 was really, really difficult. It was really, really painful at times and, and stretched, uh, myself and, and, and every leader, I think in, in a number of ways, but I, I can honestly say that here at the end of 2020, uh, I'm a better person and a better leader than I was at the beginning. And, and so at the end of the day, that's a grace if, if we make it out the other side and we're better, um, certainly more aware of, of things I'm not good at. Um, I think, I think also one, one of the, one of the kind of interesting dynamics 2020 that, that this kind of brought out of me personally is, is, uh, a, a willingness to, to hand things off and let things go and, and, and really trust people who know so much more. It, it's like 2020 exposed mm. all of our inadequacies in so many ways that you either dealt with it and just empowered other people to do certain things, or yeah. you tried to hang on to it and failed miserably at it. That kind of, that yeah. kind of feels like how all this went. So, uh, I think for me, it was more a lot of personal, um, 
awareness growth there uh, and, and really uh, and I think I have a better grip on uh, the work still to do. There's the, you know, you, your own personal growth. It's an, it's a never ending thing. And hopefully if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you care about developing as a leader. You want to grow as a, a follower of Jesus. You want to be more faithful. You want to be more effective and display his rule and reign in your life. Uh, through your leadership. And so uh, I, I pray that's been a takeaway for you uh, for 2020 as well. Certainly a crazy year, but at the end of the day, a year where God showed himself to be faithful yet again. And I know for for you and, and for me, we've seen God work in, in, in a lot of ways and, uh, and certainly thankful for that. So Tyler, man, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure. It's been great having you on in 2020 and looking forward to having you on again in 2021, man. Yeah, man. We're about to go take a nap and I'll wake up in 2021. (laughs) Let them out. Uh, That sounds good. Hey, forever. All of our listeners. Thank you for listening. Uh, we got a lot of really cool stuff planned in 2021. If you have not already, please, uh, leave a rating and a review. And uh, wherever you are uh, listening to this, and uh, we look forward to uh, catching up in 2021.